Hey friend, before we get into today's episode, I have a question for you. Actually, I have a couple. Do you long to let go of expectations, obligations, and distractions? Do you long to live with more peace, presence, and purpose? And do you wish you could do less and live more? Then I want to invite you to a new mini course called Do Less, Live More. It's going live in September, and then you'll be able to access it via replay. On it, I'll give you my five-step roadmap to get you on your way to doing less of what doesn't matter so you can live more of what does. But seats are limited, so make sure to go and get your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. In the course, you'll learn how to clarify your one thing to focus on that will make the biggest difference in your life. You'll learn to create space and break free from the distractions. And you'll learn to commit to creating a plan and taking action on the right things. Do you want to reach your destination and enjoy the journey? Then you don't want to miss out on this. Remember, we'll be live in September. And after that, replays will be available. So go get all the info and your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. Now let's get to today's episode. Hey friend, it's Lissa. I'm so glad you're tuning in to another episode of Repurposed After 40, where we help women like you to rethink your priorities in seven key areas to create a life you love in this stage of life. So what's a girl to do? To rethink her beliefs about her goals, to take responsibility for her own circumstances, so she can redesign her future results? That's what we're going to rethink on this episode. But first, as one of my favorite listeners, I want to offer you a gift. It's my new daily priorities planner. This reusable planner will get you thinking about your priorities in those seven key areas before your day gets paid and following through on what matters most to you. Finally, sound amazing? And that's not all. I've got something else for you too. Go grab yours at lissafiggins.com forward slash daily plan, or just click the link in the show notes and be watching your inbox for a bonus gift I have for you. Now let's rethink what you believe about your goals. I am super excited to share with you guys, my friend, Dylan Miller. Um, now I said that I knew my beliefs mattered before I met Dylan, but she has really taught me what that means. Uh, and so I'm excited for you guys to hear from her today. So Dylan is a proud network marketing professional and a mindset coach, and she is committed to showing women how to get everything you desire in your life or your business by working with the universal laws while feeling amazing in your body. So get ready for your beliefs to be shifted. And Dylan, thank you so much for being here with us today. Tell us a little bit about you and, you know, just kind of how you got to where you are today serving others with mindset. I love it. Well, thank you, Lisa, so much for having me. I absolutely adore you and just love your energy. So this conversation is just going to be just the easiest thing I do all day. So how, how did I get started? So I guess for me, um, I started off in uh, just just like everybody else does, right? Just like this, you know, go-getter. I've always been a go-getter, like my entire life. If Even as a teenager, if someone would have had to describe me, it was Dylan is a go-getter. And I was getting all the things, right? I always just was a busy little bee and, you know, I did all the things in all the right order that I was supposed to do them in right? That I was, I was taught to do them in. 
And I found myself uh, working in corporate healthcare. I had just graduated university and I was being told like, oh my gosh, you totally scored. You've got a job working for the government at a hospital. You've got like pension and benefits. You've got it all. And I thought, oh, I guess I, I guess I do. Right. And I took that, whatever anybody ever said to me and I adopted it. Mm. And I, and I, but I remember feeling at the ripe age of 22, like, oh, okay, I guess, I guess this is what I'm supposed to be doing now. All right. This is what I do. Awesome. Right. But right, like, I should be happy about it. Right. Cause right. everyone tells me I should be happy about this. That's right. Cause I don't really, I'm just stoked. I get to pay off my student loans right now is really what I was thinking. Right. But I'm going, okay, I guess the, I'm actually, it's not the student loans. It's the fact that I have all these other things that that's what I'm supposed to be stoked about. So go me. Awesome. Okay. So I'm adopting these things into, into myself. Okay. As I'm going through. And then, I mean, I mean, fast forward later, I um, had been working in corporate healthcare, uh, managing in corporate healthcare for, I guess, 10 years at this point. And I become pregnant with my very first daughter. And I, it, it was like this shift happened within me, right? And as it, as it does for a lot of women during this time, it was just this, this whole, and it was all these other beliefs started to come in, right? Oh, you're pregnant. It's not about you anymore. It's, and all these other things. And I'm going, okay, I guess, oh, okay. I guess like this is, it's been all about me for the last 28 years, but I guess now it's about them. Okay. I'm going to adopt this. And then you take it on. And then uh, network marketing fell into my lap. I had a big blocks against network marketing was never going to be a network marketer. And then it, it just happened. I think if you're a network marketer, you can attest to the fact that you're just like, Oh, I mean, you were, listen, you were a teacher. Right. And then it was just like, Oh, okay. Now I guess I'm a network marketer. Like, cause I can't shut up about this stuff and it's great. And so I adopted on all of these other beliefs about network marketing and it it's just been this progressive journey when finally about five years ago, I realized I wasn't living my life on my terms. I was living them on the terms that had been created and told to me by everybody else, by society, by one word over and over again, which I want to just break in here, that word adopted that. So is this how you were feeling and why you got to this place? You just kept taking on what other people's beliefs were, what the culture's beliefs were, what you thought the expectations were. And I wanted to make everybody happy, right? right? I'm a, a recovering people pleaser. And I was just like, oh, well, the, oh, me doing that will make you happy. I'm on it. Right. I'm on, oh, you gave me an A plus in that. Mm, I'll do that again. Right. And what I realized was even throughout all my schooling, my answer was to always just go back to school for it. Right. So then I found myself this person with all these letters at the end of their name. And I'm like, I'm not actually like doing anything with it. Right. Why is that? Right. So I'm like living my life for other people. I have everything to be grateful for. And I'm actually not happy at all. And I just feel like I'm meant for more. And mm-hmm. why is this happening? Right. So I and and so I started just asking different questions. I started, instead of listening to everybody else, I had to like peel myself back 
and say, yes, I am a go-getter. Yes, I am a, you know, rock star business woman and a awesome mom and a great wife. And I'm all those things. But I'm also, I need to do all of those things on my terms or else it's, I'm not going to, I'm going to feel this misalignment, right? Mm -hmm. And this, this struggle, right? And even though I did it with a big smile on my face, right? I put my makeup on, put this big smile on my face. It didn't mean that I was feeling that way, right? So I really started looking into this. And uh, about five years ago, I hired my first coach. Because I thought, you know what, I need to start a getting myself in an environment, surrounding myself with people that actually know what the heck they're talking about. Like if I'm going to be adopting everybody else's stuff, I want to be adopting the stuff of where I'm going, not exactly not all the people who aren't where you even where you are or where you want to be. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I hired my first coach which was like the hardest, I felt like the hardest thing, the easiest thing at the same time, right? Like the decision of investing in yourself when you've never done that before can be so antagonizing. But at the same time, I was like, it's just that also that feeling of this is what I need in order to get me to where I want to go, right? Because at that point, I resigned in corporate healthcare. I, I literally had said, you know what? This is not my kind of healthcare. I want to show up for people in a different way. And that and that's the health space. Right. And this isn't how I want to spend my time and these are the people I want to spend my time with. Right? Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, I still have I have a lot of great friendships that I've made and even now it's been 6 years, right? 6 years 6 years later the people that you're going to hang out with, you're going to hang out with, right? But all exactly. the fears that I had over it, it was like I had to burn the boat. I had to just burn the boat and just move through it in order to start becoming the person that owned her own life. And I knew that that getting myself out of that environment, looking back in hindsight, I don't think I would have, I can guarantee I didn't say it that way, but that's exactly what I was doing. Right. So like 15 years working in corporate healthcare, super cushy job, expert ladder climber. And I, come home and I say to my husband, okay, honey, like I'm not meant to do this. I'm not meant to show up in this way anymore. And at that point I'd been like growing my business. I wasn't nearly at the point where I really should have resigned from my six figure (laughs) cushy job, but I knew I just had this faith in myself and it was just this, I know if I do it, it's going to be awesome. And I haven't looked back. Haven't looked back. Yeah. So why do you think, well, let me, let me kind of step back. I feel like a lot of people feel like they're stuck in where they're at. It's because it's what they went to school for. It's because it's what is paying, giving them a paycheck and benefits. That's a big one I hear right now is, but I've got benefits. I couldn't do something else because of the benefits. Uh, They feel it's that expectation maybe of their family, whether it's their spouse or their, you know, their parents or extended family, they, they feel like, you know, they just don't know, you know, it, it, maybe it's too late or maybe it's just, I don't even know what else I would do. Right. So what, why is it that so many people stay stuck in that place versus, you know, putting in the resignation, burning the boat and then being like, all right, I'm just going to do this. And, and I know it's going to be amazing. Habit. Mm-hmm. It's habit. And the, how our habits are formed is 
through our experiences, right? So when we're born, these perfect, brand new little humans, and we have our like genetic programming, right? From that magical time when the sperm meets the egg, there's your first formation, but then you're born and your subconscious mind at this point is wide open. And as adults, we look at kids and we go, oh my gosh, they're just such a little sponge, little sponge. It's like, yeah, their subconscious mind is wide open and they're watching and listening and doing all the things because they don't know what the heck they're doing, right? right? They're little geniuses but that have little experience in this life, right? So they are just taking everything in. And then by the age of like seven or eight, your your thinking is formed, your paradigm is what it's called, okay? So your paradigm is formed. And then you just start, you're just living your life, right? Based on what you experienced. And because there's there's these universal laws, right? Where the law of attraction, right? And- you just start attracting in whatever you're, whatever you're thinking about, whatever you're believing, right? So if you, um, for me, my mom was a teacher. My dad worked in a factory and I, it was very deeply ingrained in my subconscious mind that the only way to earn money was to trade your time for it, right? Like if my dad wanted to earn more money, he had to work overtime. Right. And I remember him working overtime and then it was like, oh, that's what. And then hearing my parents talk about, well, oh, this is how we're going to pay for our vacation or this is how we're going to pay for the extra whatever my sisters and I wanted to do. And it was like, oh, okay, well, and I adopted it. I adopted it and it was in my belief system. Right. So for me, then at, you know, and, and working since I was 12 years old, right, whether I was delivering newspapers or or babysitting, like I attracted in all of these opportunities where I could too trade my time for money, right? right? So then like I get into healthcare and they're like, you know what? We're going to give you a salary. And I think, what? This is like next level. Like I don't even have to, like one day I could work eight hours. The next day I could work, I don't know, four hours. The next day I could work 12 hours, but you're just going to like, this is a blanket amount. And they're like, yeah, we're going to give you that. And if you get sick, we're going to pay for it. And we're going to like take this money and we're going to like match it dollar for dollar. And I thought, what? Like free money? What? This is amazing. Okay. But the thing is, is there's no such thing as getting something for nothing ever, ever. That's not the way it works. Okay. And so coming, coming into it, it's like, okay, well, I adopted all of these beliefs. That's got to be the only way. Right. But then What I learned, and I think this is why I love network marketing so much, is it's not a trade time for money sort of thing. Like initially, you're just getting started and you're literally, (laughs) I remember getting my first check and I had taught like (laughs) a handful of classes and and my first check was like $14. But I remember like taking a picture of me with it, like sending it to my upline, who was also my bestie. And I'm like, oh, this is amazing. And she goes, dude, it's $14. And I was like, yeah, but. I just got to talk about something that I love and they just paid me $14 for it. Like, how cool is that? But then it snowballs, right? And before I knew it, it was like, oh, I'm getting my product for free. Oh, now it just paid for a vacation. And then it was like, I'm going to resign from corporate life because it's not serving me anymore. And I think that's what, that was my first introduction. And I needed that introduction to learn that, there's more than, this is such an awful saying, there's more than one way to skin a cat. That's awful. That's an awful saying, but you guys get what I'm saying, right? There's more than one way to do things. And it made me go, 
oh, my belief system wasn't accurate. That's interesting. And I started to play around with this. And it was like, what I learned very quickly was you get what you believe. Anybody that I've exposed to, so this is even before I decided to coach on this, these on these philosophies, I, I, I see people would come and go from network marketing and they would be like, oh, you just, you make it look so easy. And that's why you got to the top of your company. And it's because you're outgoing. It's, it's because you're not afraid to do this. And I'm, and I say to them, like, do you think I wasn't scared the very first time I did a Facebook live? Like, I didn't always talk like this over a computer. I was <laughs> very scared. Right. Yeah. But it's just like, I had to start adopting a different belief of my worthiness of my impact right and so when you go through anything like you first have to you like one key thing I want everybody to know is you can't give what you don't have in you to give Mm. you cannot so in order for me to understand that I could that I could go out and start serving people in their health and in their mindset and that I was deserving of that I had to first believe that I was deserving. Exactly. And I had some mega affirmations around that. Okay. Affirmations are going to be a key piece to this. When I'm, you know, washing my hands over the, over the bathroom sink and there, I just assume everybody has a bathroom mirror over there. <laughs> sink. Right? I'm looking at it and I'm like talking to myself and I'm telling myself like you're you know, you're, you're smart, you're brave, you're, you know, you're worthy. I love you. Right. But most people say, I got these big dreams. These are awesome. And yet they can't even look at themselves in the mirror and say, I love you. Like to the deepest of the core. Right. Or they're looking maybe it's not a business. Maybe it's a relationship. I'll, I'll talk to people and they're like, I just want to attract in not like I'm attracting in the same type of guy over and over and over. They're just in a different package, exactly. right? They exactly. either, they're either workaholics or alcoholics or whatever aholics or like, but they're the same guy with the same ugh, that I got to fix. They're just in a different package. Like, I just don't want that anymore. And it's like, okay, if you want to attract in love, let's talk about self-love first. Because you can't give what you do not have in you to give, right? You want to become a leader. Can you lead your own life? You start leading your own life, you're going to rock it over here, right? So this is where it's like adopting those beliefs of, of, of worthiness, right? And recognizing, and it's not about blame. This is a big thing too. Like, It'd be easy to go, oh gosh, like my paradigm was formed in my like first eight years. Like how dare you mom and dad and grandma and teacher and whoever else had an impact on you in those first years, right? But recognize like everybody's doing the best they can with their current level of awareness. Exactly. Right? Like even I think of myself as a parent, right? My girls are seven and nine right now, right? Paradigms freshly formed, but they're formed. They're there, right? And I, it's up to me now to just reinforce them. And there's certain things that come out. We've all seen it in our kids. There's right. certain things they'll do that I'm like, ooh, that's uh, something about me that, or your dad or your whatever. That I'm like, 
I don't think we really wanted you ad- to adopt that, but you did. So let's do this, right? And you right. just, you get to reinforce the things over and over and over again that you want to keep, and, but you got to get rid of the stuff that's not serving you. Yes. Right? So Whether it's a person or a job or whatever. Instead of blame, could we use the word responsibility? Because mm-hmm. blame is where we're putting it off on someone else and saying it was this because of this person or because of this circumstance, right? Uh, you know, it, maybe it not have been a direct action that we saw a person, you know, take, but maybe it was the socioeconomic place that we, we grew up in or the location that we grew up in or the kind of school that we grew up in or, you know, all these circumstances around us and, and almost kind of absolve ourselves of any responsibility in that process, or maybe even not, you know, cause we can't always change the things, right. We can't change those things that happened in the past, but how do we then take responsibility now to get rid of those things that don't serve us from back then? Well, first you just, you have to forgive yourself. That's mm-hmm. step one. You forgive yourself. You say, you know what? This happened in the past. This circumstance happened. I said this, I did this, I, whatever. Right. Own it and forgive yourself. You are doing the best you can with your current level of awareness. But even just after hearing this, your awareness has grown in the last 15 minutes that we've been talking together. Your awareness has grown. So now you know that if you're having a problem, looking outside of you is not where you're going to find the solution. You need to go back to that bathroom mirror and have a look in it. Yes. Because you are the beginning and the solution for whatever you're facing right now. And I love to... For that perfect environment, it's never going to right? Where everything really lines up and all the people line up and the circumstances line up, you'll be waiting forever. They, they will, when you use some of the tools, right? Like you can, manifesting is real. Like manifesting things into existence is real. And you can, some, you can get really good at it, right? But then there's other, there's other things we just get so caught up in the past, right? Or in grief or um, in just at circumstances outside of us, right? I always like to look, think of um, Oprah is a really good example of this, right? She's a, she was a, you know, poor right. black woman in a time when poor black people and women were not um, like thought highly of, right? right. And she, she just had obstacle after obstacle after obstacle after obstacle, right? And she had to say this, this, ha-, and you'll hear Oprah say it now. She gets it. She gets this. This happened for me. I needed this in order to grow into this person, into this person, because this was going to happen and this was going to happen. And now she's Oprah, right? Mm-hmm. We all have, we all have those things that have happened for us in our past, right? They all happen for us. And even you don't see it when you're in it. But if you can adopt the belief that you are excellent at responding versus reacting, Mm. your life will be changed. Hey, friend, just want to push pause to say, I see you. You give too much attention to some things, but not enough to others. You run around busy doing all the things, but don't see the results you want. You put yourself on the back burner yet again and survive instead of flourish. So may I ask you a question? Is that how you want to live? 
Or do you want to create more balance, growth, and impact in this stage of life? If so, I want to invite you to join my repurposed inner circle. You'll start by using my number one tool to design your life, set goals in the seven key areas, and take daily action. Then, inside the group, you'll get coaching to become more balanced, resources to experience more growth, and lots of inspiration and accountability to create more impact and live it out one day at a time. Not to mention a great community of amazing women like you wanting to live repurposed too. Head on over to lissafiggins.com forward slash inner circle to learn more and join. Now back to our conversation. We start putting out fires all over the place. And then we wonder why we're never getting ahead. Right? We're constantly just react to this, react to this, react to this. And it's exhausting. And we never, it's like, we'll get at it and then we'll take two steps back. Go ahead, take two steps back. Start responding and taking responsibility for what you're responding to and, and, and keep focusing on where you're going, not where you've been. The past has happened. Otherwise you're in defensive mode all the time, right? In defensive mode is just trying to stop something versus trying to go somewhere. Yeah. And it's so interesting because it's, this is just a reminder that two people could be in the very exact same situation Um, you know, and most of us, we don't have, you know, there's nobody else that has exactly everything the same that's happened to them, but yet there can be similar circumstances and things that happen to us. And we can, you know, some, some, let me just say that some people can like rise from that, right. And, and become these amazing people that have moved beyond that. And some people like stay underneath that for the rest of their life. Yep. Yep. And this is where, um, starting to recognize that, Everything you need in order to get where you want to go, you have it already. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what your current circumstance is, what your socioeconomic status is, what color your skin is, where you live, what whether the world shut down or not shut down, it doesn't matter. You get to create your own circumstances. You get to create your own economy. You get to do everything on your terms. Like you have so much power in you. It's just not in, we got to stop giving it away to everybody and everything else. So That's true. not why you have it. I'm watching my daughter right now, who is a senior in high school. And just every day she's like, oh, do I have to go to school again? Right. And, and trying to help her to change that mindset of, you know, just because you have to go to that building for X number of hours a day does not mean that that has to continue right in your mind. And that she can still be there and still be thinking beyond those four walls that she feels like she's stuck in, you know, and, and it's, it's hard because all she sees are the four walls and all she sees is that, is that bell that rings and tells her to go to the next class. And it's like you said, it's just that habit, right? It's just that I'm just doing the thing and this is what I'm supposed to do. And, and yet there's this whole world outside. Now she's not going to quit today because obviously she wants to graduate. And so, you know, she has to still keep going there, but but yet in her mind, she cannot be boxed in by that for the next few months, right? So what, what advice do you have? I'm kind of thinking of her, but then I'm also thinking of our audience, you know, because I think as women, we often feel boxed in to where we are um, because of the roles that we're playing, because of maybe the career that we're in, because of the people who are around us, just because of the things we've been thinking for so long. Mm-hmm. So what would you say to someone who's listening right now and feeling like, yeah, I kind of feel like that girl who's boxed inside that school and just has to shuffle from class to class and do the thing and doesn't really, isn't really finding joy in it. 
how do you, how do you, even in the midst of maybe where you are, how do you start yeah. being free of that? Again, taking a step, step back mm-hmm. and really asking yourself, what do I love? Like, what do I love? Like, what am I passionate about? What lights a fire underneath of me? What gives me, what's that topic that if, you know, I'm out somewhere and someone starts talking about it, I have to get in on it. I got to get in on that conversation. It's so good, right? And you know what that is. Everybody knows what that topic is. Maybe it's kids. Maybe for me, it's health. Like, Health and mindset, man. I could just, I'm like, oh, let's talk about it all day long. I could just, I got to get in on it, right? You know what that is for you, okay? There's something, you were given that passion for a reason. Mm -hmm. And it's recognizing that that passion is also going to flame so that you can acknowledge your purpose. Every single human is on this earth for a reason. Mm, love that every single human I don't it doesn't matter you might be sitting there listening going I don't know if I No, you are you're here for a reason just because you aren't aware of what it that reason is don't be hard on yourself that's okay you can find that purpose okay and then when you find that purpose you then can create this vision Mm. of your future of what you want it to look like And then you can develop some goals that are going to reach up and grab that vision. And now the goals and the vision, that'll change as your awareness grows and as as you grow, okay? Hot tip, your purpose is to grow, okay? So make sure that you understand that. And we are never done, right? I think that's- We're never done, okay? Once I get to this place, and for women in this stage of life, it may be once I get to retirement- Right. Then I can like, ah, but yeah, but what's going to happen if you just kind of let go of all the goals and growth, you're going to just kind of you basic, basic universal laws. We, as humans, we either create or we disintegrate. Okay. So everybody right now we're programmed to just like get to 65 and retire. And then I'm like, yeah, but then you have a, like, actually our bodies are designed to live to like 130. Okay. But we're just like, woo, 90. Right. Again, that's a topic for another time, but it's just like, okay, so say you're 65, you have a solid 30 years left. Right. Oh, I'm just going to like sit and I'm okay with not making as much money and I'm okay. I'll just like, I've already, you know, I've got my pension and I'll just like go and live in Florida for this part of the year and live in this part and travel. And, and it's like, yeah, but is that, is, is that what you want to do all the time? And what does, what does that, cause we're meant to serve. Like we think that work, like we were meant to work and then retire work was made for us so that we could serve one another so that we could show up on purpose. So my tip is like, find your purpose, create a vision for your life. Your vision and your goals are going to change, mm-hmm. right? You're going to reach them and you're going to set more goals. Then you reach those goals. You'll set more goals, but your purpose will never change. And once you figure out that purpose, it's like you've unlocked Pandora's box and you're like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. And like, then you can be creative in how you're going to live out that purpose because there's not just one way to do it. And the way that you start off doing it may not be the forever way that you do it, right? Like as you start living that out, those other things are going to come to you. That's totally been my journey, right? When I stepped into 
into network marketing as well nine years ago, it was because I didn't want to go back into a classroom and feel closed in by those walls as a teacher, which is what I was trained to do. And, you know, and it wasn't that I didn't like the teaching learning process and I didn't like students. I just felt like I was going to be contained, not only physically, but also in my mind. And so I wasn't, I'm like you, I always had said, no, thank you to network marketing. Like I don't do those things, but I will buy your products because I think they're fantastic. And I love to support my friends. And, you know, if I think you've got something good, of course I'll share it. And so it wasn't until like, I really kind of started figuring out what's, what's my purpose. Right. And then it started with that network marketing. That was that first way to start living that out. But then it hasn't stopped there. Like in that growth process, it then became, you know, it, it became, you know, starting to do, you know, women's stuff and, and teaching through women's ministries. And then it became, um, you know, I found I was doing a lot of coaching. And so then that, that turned into a, a, you know, full-time coaching. And, you know, it's just like one thing after, and even now, you know, I have all these ideas and things swirling in my mind of what this looks like, right. To live out this purpose. Once, once you have that. Yep. And you don't have to know it all right no. at the very beginning, which I think is sometimes what keeps us stuck in that same place. That's that need for safety and comfort of like, I don't know what it's going to look like. Maybe I can't even, maybe I can see the first step outside the box, but maybe I can't even see the first step. And that's really scary. Yeah. But you're not, you're not meant to, like, we think the goal is when we've climbed to the top of the company or we've got the million dollars or we've got the relationship or we live in this, you know, I look like a Greek goddess, whatever. We think that that's the goal. The goal is actually the person that you become in the process. Right. Like when you are 98 years old and you're looking back on your life and you're going, man, I had fun. I built some amazing relationships. I had an impact and I feel really good. Like I have zero regrets, Mm -hmm. zero. Right. I showed up the way I wanted to show up through it all. And I trust that everything happens when it's meant to happen. Right. I could sit there and go, oh, my God, I can't believe I like wasted 15 years. Do it. No, I was meant to have all those experiences. Right. In fact, the very last year, there was like a ton of stuff that happened. I called it the big storm. Okay, it was all this stuff that happened all at the same time. And but I know now I'm like, had that not happened, I wouldn't have been taking a big look at my life. Right. And all these things are happening just when I heard something just like this. And it made me take a step back and go, what am I doing with my life? Really? Because I got one and it's not here to make a paycheck. Right. I love this stage of life because I feel like around 40 ish for some people, it happens in their 30s. I mean, I talked to a girl yesterday in her 20s that I think is already asking these questions. But I think for a lot of us, because we're like you said, programmed. Right. We have these habits. It usually isn't until we reach something. So for a lot of women, it's like when that nest is starting to empty, right. And their purpose and identity has been so tied to either being a mom, whether that's full-time or balancing that with a career, or they've been in this career for, you know, 20 some years and are kind of getting close to being done with that. And then we start asking those questions about what is my purpose, right. And, and what is it beyond this? Because this is what it feels like it's been, you know, all along. And and for so long, I was not paying attention to my passions. And that's really where I was struggling that in that full-time mom stage, while I loved being with my kids, I was fading inside because I didn't have those passions. And I didn't, I was like, and I made myself my own victim where I said, 
When do I have time to think about what matters to me? When is there money left over about what I would want to invest in? When is there time uh, or energy to focus on these other things? I just have to get everybody from point A to point B and do it all over again. Right. And so it wasn't until I, I did the same thing of asking those questions and then starting to step out into some different things. And then it's like, it's like the floodgates of heaven open. Right. Yeah. yeah. Love it. And what I love is being around women like you, right. And others who are doing this as well and who are pursuing that because most people are not doing what you and I are doing. No. Right. And they're in that I'm stuck where I am and I'm just living the life that I've been given. And that this is just how it is. And, and so, even, and even they'll hear you say that and their paradigm, their habitual thinking will come in and say, no, I'm just, I can be happy with what I have. Sure. Right. Cause how many people were told growing up, like, can't, why do you have to want more? Why can't you just be happy with what you have? And then they adopt it as their belief. And they're like, oh, okay. I guess I'm supposed to just be happy with what I have. Right. Yeah. So they're listening to you now going, oh. Oh, I don't want to be, I don't want to be like that. I'm just going to be happy with what I have. Like this, we justify these thoughts that come in. We like your paradigm has an excuse for everything on why you're doing, because it wants to keep you safe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Meant to grow. And there's no growth in safety. Yeah. Yeah. And what got you to where you are now, right? Those thoughts, those habits, those beliefs, all those things. You know, good, bad, or indifferent, where you are right now is the consequence of the, what the choices and beliefs and habits you've had up until now, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And what I love is that gives us that moment at any moment we can say, you know what, I'm going to change that. I'm going to, this is where I want to go. And then we know that, like you said, you're going to become a different person because to get different results in our life, we can't stay the same person. We can't think the same thoughts. We can't believe the same things. We can't do the same things. Otherwise we would already be there. Right. So then we start adopting those thoughts, those, those beliefs, those actions of that girl. I like to call, call her goal achieve Lissa, right? So goal achieve Lissa, how does she believe? What does she think? How does she act? And then start doing that now. Right. Because that's the only way that. Yeah. Should... You want, you want different results tomorrow. You have to start thinking different results today, like, or different thoughts today. Right. Yes. Today's results, yesterday's thoughts. Exactly. Tomorrow's results, right? But what we do is we think from our current results. We go, oh, well, right now I have, you know, 60K in the, you know, I make 60K a year and I have my whatever I desire 200K a year to live the life that I want to live. But this is the way I am. So then your your current thinking sets up your vibration because that's all we're just meat sticks vibrating, right? That's what we are, a bunch of molecules. So it sets up our vibration, which puts us into action, which gets us the same results. And then we get frustrated because we're like, but I know to do this, but I'm actually doing this. Yeah, well, there's, there's a gap, gap between, that's right. There's a gap between what you know to do and what you're actually doing. You want to start getting different results. You've got to back the truck up, right? Back it up and start thinking different thoughts, which will, you want to earn 200K? Start thinking 200K thoughts which will set up a 200K vibration, which will put you into 200K actions, which will get you the result of 200K. But it's like, you're not thinking about it's not enough. Action is the name of the game, right? But the actions come based on what you believe you can have. And that's just the, that's a fact. So it's like, you want something different. You got to start now. 
thinking different, thinking different thoughts. I love that. And one of the things you taught me was this phrase up until yesterday, right? So up until yesterday, this is how I thought, or this is what I did, or this is what I believed, right? So we're acknowledging that we're calling it out, right? So I think recognizing it, it's not hidden anymore. It's like, I see you, (laughs) you know, like you can't keep hiding in the corners or whatever. Right. But now I, and then, you know, deciding that we are going to think differently and that we are going to change what it has been up until now. It's been super helpful. Well, we could talk all day about this. You have so much wisdom and just inspiration and things. As I know you're still on this journey. We're always on this journey to growing, right? So what, tell me, like if someone's listening and they're like, wow, yeah, maybe I want to learn a little bit more about what Dylan's doing, about kind of what she's talking about. How do they get in touch with you? What are you, what, what's going on that, you know, you can do to serve others? Just spotlight so- Super simple ways, whatever social media you're on, I'm on too. So Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, all the spots. Okay. So add me at Dylan Miller. Um, and I have a Facebook group that we specifically talk about stuff like this. It's called high vibe life with Dylan. I'm going to link it up. We can link it up in my link tree and, um, a book call. I would love to talk to you about this about what you're feeling, about your goals, help you get some clarity. And I offer free strategy calls all the time. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much for being generous. We'll put that link in the comments so that if you're listening and you're like me, that you're doing something else, you're driving, you're washing the dishes, you're taking your dog for a walk, excuse mine, barking in the background, then, you know, you can come back to that, you know, and for a long time, I did not know how to dream. Right. And I was, I know one thing you've taught me is utilizing our imagination. And, and, you know, being able to see beyond where we are right now, because if we don't have a goal that we're going towards, then we're just kind of like treading water kind of, I guess, where we are. So I want to put a link to a dream life planner, right. To just really inspire you to really start looking at the seven areas we talk about faith, family, friends, field of work, whether that's working for somebody else or whether it's owning your own thing or whether it's volunteering full-time or maybe even being a full-time mom or grandma, right. What work do you do in your day? your finances, your fitness, and your fun. Because I think once we start really allowing our mind to get beyond just this is where I am and this is what I have to do and start really picturing what that could be like and what we want to be, have, and do, it just opens up so many possibilities to get us out of where we are. So I'll link up to that, you know, as well. So I'd love to end with this question of those seven areas. I know we're always, always, we're always working on all of them because they all matter. Which of them, um, would make the biggest difference for you in the next year to really making it a priority and really, you know, working on and taking it to the next level. I would have to say for me, I'm really gravitating to fun. And I, I find I always gravitate to fun. Uh, but I think in the work that I do and I, the work that everybody does, you're, um, when, when you're focused on, on this work, it's like, am I working? Am I having family? Like it, it, it impacts every single aspect of your life. Right. Um, but I, I know, um, based on like every, everything that happens in is, is happening in the world of circumstances. Right. I, I always have to, I love to find creative ways to have just different kinds of fun, just get out there, have fun with other people, create fun things to do, by myself, right? Because when we're having fun, we're raising our vibration. And sometimes when you're focused on your goals and, and, or I've got little kids, right. I'm focused on my family and I'm focused on this and I'm focused. I feel like 
you know, and I, I make sure I have my spiritual tune-ups and I make sure I'm doing this and everything else is in flow. It's like, oh yes, I'm yeah. going to intentionally insert, even though I think all these things are fun, which they are, I'm having, I am having a lot of fun. Yeah. I think I want to insert some intentional. Just yeah. different kind of fun. Well, and when you're fun and you're relaxed, your mind is more open and flexible, right? And that's where that creativity is coming out again. So I, it totally fits. It's with everything I know about you. I'm not surprised but that's the one that you would pick. And for me as a recovering, I don't have time for fun girl. I am working on making sure that that becomes a priority, right? Because all productive, all production is not good if you are not enjoying right life and, and what you're producing. So thank you so much, so much. Thank you so much for all the nuggets that you shared today. I trust if you're listening today, you've been inspired that your mind has been, you know, you've had some, some little aha moments and I would love to hear those. So please reach out. You can find me, Lisa Figgins, anywhere on social. I would love to hear what stood up to you. And I t- highly recommend grab a call with Delyn because she just has a way about her that draws, draws you in and draws things out of you <laughs> so that you can really start working towards that life that you love. And uh, until next time, you know, keep rethinking not only your priorities, but also your paradigm, right? Now that we know our where awareness is raised. So we want to keep rethinking those things so that we can truly create a life that we love. So thank you, Delyn, so much for being with us today. Thank you, everyone, for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening today. It means the world to me that we could spend this time together. While it's top of mind, be sure to hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. And better yet, come join my repurposed inner circle for women after 40. You'll start by using my number one tool to design your life, set goals in the seven key areas, and take daily action. Then, inside the group, You'll get coaching to become more balanced, resources to experience more growth, and lots of inspiration and accountability to create more impact and live it out one day at a time. Not to mention a great community of amazing women like you wanting to live repurposed too. Just click the link in the show notes to learn more. And if you enjoyed this episode or think it would add value for others in this stage of life, please leave a review right here on this platform because that helps get it seen and heard by more women like you. I'd love to hear your thoughts on what we talked about today or what you'd like us to talk about in the future. So send questions, comments, or suggestions in a message to Lissa Figgins on any social platform. And until next time, remember, keep rethinking your priorities to create a life you love.